Okay, let's let's get started. The Lord's uh, given me a message of perseverance and what it means worldly and spiritually. Uh, Let's get into worldly real quick. What does perseverance mean? Um, in, in In the dictionary, it means persistent in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. It's very important. All right. Are there examples in the Bible? Short answer is yes. Um, Let's get into a uh, a foundational scripture. James 1 and 12 reads, Blessed is the man or woman who remains steadfast under trial, for for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. So, short answer, is there, are there examples in the Bible? Yes. Uh, the example I'm going to give today is Job. Amen. The story of Job. Amen. All right. Story of Job. Let's, let's turn to uh, Job 1. Okay. Job 1 through 3. So you got to understand Job was a faithful man. He was a man in God's favor. He was a perfect man in God's eyes. Um, One through three reads, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camel, 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she donkey, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all men of the East. So he was a wealthy man. He had a great career. Um, He had everything going for him in God's eyes. Satan wanted to challenge that. Okay. He, he, he went to God and said, hey, I can get him to, well, one, he said, he only has all this stuff because you gave it to him. Uh-huh. If you didn't have it, he's gonna, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't praise you. He wouldn't do all that. Uh-huh. God said, I know, he, I know he will still praise me without all that. So I'll give, it, I'll give you, I'll... I'll challenge that. You can do whatever you want to, and he'll still praise me. He'll never. He won't break my. He he won't break his faith to me. Um, you can. That's in that's in Job one, verses the nine through eleven. Okay. I won't read all that. Um. So, it was given to Satan to he he. He allowed Satan to take everything from Job. That's right. His 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 uh his 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 livestock, his career, basically that was his his career, uh-huh. his employees, his servants, right. his children. Mm-hmm. He allowed Satan to kill his his children. Mm-hmm. All in one day. 
things happened in one day, right back to back. Um, there was a domino effect. He, he allowed Satan to torture him. Um, with everything still falling apart for Job, he still <coughs> praised God. He did. Still praised him. With everything going on, he still just got on his knees. He fell to his knees and, and praised God. Um, Satan wanted to take his, his he, he, he went to God again. This time he wanted to take his health. God said, you can do anything you want to, but don't kill him. Don't kill him. That's don't touch his. Don't don't take his life. Amen. Things got real bad for Job. He had no career. He had no children. His family's gone. And now he's having health issues. He had boils and, and stuff from head to toe. He was messed up. Yeah. Um. He turned to, to people, kind of turned to people, and, and he, they, gave his, they gave advice to Job. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the best advice. Uh -huh. <laughs> people started giving them their, their two cents. Right. You know, that's what happens when, when other people see you down. They start giving you their two cents on what you're not doing, what you need to do, what you're not doing, blah, blah, blah. Amen. One, Job was an upright he was upright. He was. He knew this. Amen. So why are you telling me? Well, I need to. I need to fix something in my life. I'm. I'm. Something's happening. I don't know what's going on. It's not because I'm sinning. Right. Just stuff happens. But I'm going to still praise the Lord. He That's persevered right. through all that. I'm still going to praise. Amen. <laughs> let's see. Uh, so Job. He. Well, let's say Job sixteen. One through two, I'm going to read that one. This is, this is what he says about the advice, the advice givers. 16, one through two. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable, miserable comforters are ye all. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for the advice. No, I, I, don't, I didn't need all that. I didn't need that. That's not what I needed. What Job knew was that he had a redeemer in heaven who would testify to his, his integrity. Yeah. He knew that. And that's what he stuck with. And yes, Job went to a, he, he did go to, he did have moments of weakness. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And he, this is where it gets a little tricky. He, he didn't, he, he never renounced God. He never did that. He, he went to, he wanted, he, he wanted to ask God questions. Yeah. He, he got what he wanted. He got what he asked for. But it wasn't exactly, it didn't answer his question. God basically said, you're not on my level to, un you're not on my understanding level. You don't, you will never be, you will never understand how I work. That satisfied Job. He went back and was like, I'm, I'm just going to keep praising. I'm just going to praise him. Yeah. 
no matter what the, no matter what outcome it is, I'm gonna praise you. He got basically that basically God reminded him that he's the creator. You, I'm the he's the creator. Amen. Just do what you need to do. Amen. <laughs> At that point, I think Job had a revelation where he still God basically he still hears him. He God God is 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 looking at you. He he's seeing you. He's still there. Just keep your faith. That's right. He persevered through all that, all those hardships. He kept his faith, kept God first. Everything Job that that everything that Job lost, he got it back. Amen. Everything, and he became more successful after that. That's right. Amen. So, although you can lose everything, never doubt God. Praise him no matter what. Um, he displayed perseverance. And that ultimately made him more successful. So what I take from that is perseverance means success. You persevere through all the hardships. You're going to have hardships. It's going to happen no matter what you do. But stick with it. You will succeed. Amen. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity, Bishop. Thank you. I want to give honor to God for being here this morning. Amen. He allowed us to see another day. And I want to thank him. And I want to thank my bishop and everybody else. My testimony I have. Last year, my son bought me the ride mower. And I started off with two, two yards. One Sunday, Miss Queer, I was running out the door trying to go cut a yard. She stopped. Where you going so fast, Horace? <laughs> As I'm going to cut a yard, she said, I need a yard man myself. <laughs> so anyway, I went and did her yard and I got over there and the man next door he wanted me to cut her, his yard. So I said, son, then now God been blessing me by every week. I get about one, two more jars, yards. And he been good. I tell them one price and they give me another price. Amen. That's how God works. And I just thank him. And me and my wife, we sit down, we count up the yards and stuff. We say, she said, you almost got 20 yards. I realized for like about 10 yards. <laughs> but it got so they liked the way I'm doing and they spreading the word. And uh, on that, I just don't cut yards. I do fence line. I cut down trees and all. And I'm growing every day. And uh, sooner or later, I might go to need some help, but I'm going to work till I can't work no more. <laughs> uh, but like I say, God had been good. Even the things I've been going through with some of my family members, they've been sick, trying to hold me back. I just keep on praying and moving on. Amen. But God is still good, 
in my life, and I appreciate everything he do for us. But once you put God first, ain't nothing impossible that you cannot do. And when you pay your tithe, still me paying, if I make $70, I just put 20 or $10. I go more beyond paying tithe because he been blessing me to do what I'm doing. And I've been success doing a good job so far. Because if I want success, I won't have what I got. <laughs> but I just thank God for giving me the strength. And I thank God for my wife for being there for me. Sometimes we don't see each other that much. She be running out the door and I be coming in. Oh, I be going out the door, she be coming. <laughs> but we still praise God together. And I, I just want to say that's all I have for my testimony. And, and may God keep blessing. And how? I don't know how to follow that up. She has so much excitement in there. <laughs> but amen, it's been a blessing as I sat and listened to my fellow brothers and the word that they gave because it all ties into um, what God gave me. So uh, y'all bear with me. I'm a little nervous. But uh, um, it brought to me our declaration of 2023, which talks about completed defeated and established and what it showed to me what God revealed to me is that's a process you have your completed portion you have your defeated portion and then it's the established portion but what it showed me is that in establishment there's still more work to do once you think you completed the work you defeated the enemy now everyone think it's time to kind of sit back so what we're going to talk about is what it really means to be established and what goes into that so when i looked up the definition um it said i googled it and and it said in the biblical terms it means to make firm or stable to cause to grow and multiply to confirm make fast to strengthen so i want y'all to just remember that word firm and stable when i look it up in webster it, webster it says having been in existence for a long time and therefore recognized and generally accepted. So what this means is that part again establishes you gotta have that firm foundation in Christ. You gotta be stable in Christ. You can't go this way and that way. You gotta get into that word and stand firm on that word and no matter what situation come and go, which ties into what uh, Minister Maurice was saying, perseverance. When Job was tested, he didn't sway, I don't love God, no I love God, I don't know what I wanna do, but he stood firm on his word and persevered through everything that he went to. And that was just amazing hearing that from how that ties to establishment. And the Hebrew definition of establishment means to establish, set up, accomplish. And again, it says do and make firm. So in all of these definitions, we hear the words firm. We hear the word stable. We hear the word constant so i looked up in the bible on what it says about firm foundation and it says when you build a firm foundation on christ you can withstand whatever comes your way a foundation based on god produce steadfast faith in life so even if when job went through his challenges that brother maurice said he didn't waver he did everything to him but take his life and by his faith and by him holding on he was able to receive 
double what he got to. So we're going to go to Matthew uh, chapter 7, verse 24. And we're going to learn a little bit more about what a firm foundation can do for you. And let me know when y'all ready. All right, I got, therefore, whosoever hears, heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken unto him a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So that shows you when you have that firm foundation, be established, you got to get that firm foundation so the situations of life won't move you. They can't shake you. So when they attack your finances, when they attack your health, when they take your marriage, when they attack your family, you know who to call and talk to as Brother Maurice getting pointed out is you can call people in this world and they're going to give you that bad advice. They're going to tell you this and they got to tell you that. But when you stand firm in Christ, you know where your answers come from. You know who you need to call and who you need to listen to is to get into that word. And one thing um, I found interesting, too, is I looked up what's the opposite of uh, established. And some of the words that came up was inconclusive, indecisive, vague indefinite, uncertain, ambiguous, unsettled, indeterminate, open, and undetermined. So when you don't know who you stand for, when you don't know what you stand for, you're undetermined, you're vague, you're indecisive. You don't know which way you want to go, and you can be lost in this world. But when you know you have that firm foundation in Christ, you know that you're established. That's getting that establishment. And before God can establish you, you have to have that firm foundation to build upon. For if you build a house, you can't, as the uh, scripture in Matthew said, if you build a house upon sand, surely rain, wind, or whatever storm come your way, it's going to knock you over. But when you grew it in the word of God and you had that firm foundation that's planted on storm, you won't be moved. And great is the victory. Um, and the other one, the other verse is um, being established is a process. It's not something that's going to have overnight. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. There's going to be several things you go through. And God kind of talked about it in Ezekiel chapter 3. We're going to go to verse 1. Let me know when you have that. Uh, Ezekiel, oh, I'm sorry, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And we're going to go to verse 1. When you have it, say amen. amen. All right, it says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every person, purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck, which is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. A time to rend, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate a time of war, and a time of peace. What profit has he that worketh in that within he laboreth? 
I have seen the trouble uh, which God has given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world through in their heart so that no man can find out the work God maketh from the beginning to the end. So what, that ver what those verses tell me is he describes a process. You're going to have some times where you're going to sow. You're going to have some times where it's time to put hand to plow, and you got to get to work. But in that, the key thing is that you stay steadfast. You stay strong in Christ. You don't let be swayed left or right. You stay firm in your belief and trusting in God. Uh, another part of that process is um, Maurice, Brother Maurice, I mean, Minister Maurice talked about it, perseverance. And I looked at what do perseverance mean? Being persistent despite the difficulties or delays we face, and I have endurance. So, again, that goes back to what it means to be established is you're steadfast in that foundation, and you're persistent that you're going to seek after God. You're persistent you're going to serve God, that no matter what comes, no matter what happens, you're going to glorify God. God, you're going to lift him up. You're going to give him the glory. Even when you're in your tough times and you don't feel like praising him, even when you're in your dark place and you can't have the energy there, if all you can say is thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, until you get that power in your spirit. But that comes with trust. You can't get that if you haven't had that firm foundation planted in the world. And one of the things we have in this ministry, God spoke to me about this a couple of weeks ago. We have a problem. A prophet don't mean that you're not going to go through anything. All that means is I'm going to tell you what you need to study so when that test comes, you have the open book. You already have that in your spirit, but you got to get into that word to build that foundation so when that comes up against you, you can stand up boldly, unwavered, and strong in the Lord because you know you can't be moved. You know what his promises are. And then another thing I want to talk about being established is this is not a quick work. Um, Bishop talked about sanctification. Uh, I'm sorry, I may be saying it wrong, but it's an ongoing process. And so what I just wanted to do, I would say, let's look up how long does it take some things to get established? Because right now, this is a right now society. Everybody want it right now, but it's not even that way. So even if you take a shrub, if you plant a shrub in the ground, it takes one year for that to get established. So that means even for a tree to grow, a shrub, that's a year. For a tree, it's two to three years. Now, Bishop have prophesied on millionaires and business success and so forth in there. For a business, it says for a business to for make a profit, it takes two to three years before you turn a profit of continuing to do that work. So that means two to three years of doing the work before you see the word. And that's in the natural. That's not in the spiritual. And then it says it takes seven to ten years before a business is fully established. So that means we got to stay consistent. We got to be that strong tower. We can't be that wavering. And then another one is patience. Uh, and the, the third part of being established is patience, is growth. God wants us to be established because established means growth for the kingdom. If we go back to one of the definitions in the beginning, it mentioned to grow. So when you get established, you are now in a position where you can help grow the kingdom. But you can't be wavering from left to right and not know what you want when God put people to follow you because of the spirit that's in him. You got to be that strong tower because when they get weak, if, when you're in a 
place of a mentorship or a leadership, he, they're going to have people going to you. And if you're one day you're here, one day you're there, you can't be that example that guys want you to be. So when we talk about being established, that means we have a church of people that's going to go out and help growth in Mobile County. That's got to go out and help growth all around because what we did. And it says even... Uh, uh, even for even in a business, when you start a business to get to that point of establishment, it takes seven to ten years. But they have to be growth. You have to be consistent. You got to know where you put, your customers got to know where you are. They got to know what kind of quality product they have. And that's the same thing with being established in the ministry. People got to know that you are a believer in God. They got to know that any situation come, you're not gonna go left or right, but you're gonna give them the word, the good and honest word. Of God. So when we talk about being established at this church, it's time to get serious. We got to get in that word and get that firm foundation. So when these people come in and they need our assistance, they need our help, we can give them the unadulterated word of God so that they can go out and we can see the growth in Mobile County. And then it's uh, the last one I got. So why do we have to go through this process? And the process is so God is able to establish you to get you to a space spiritually where your walk with him cannot be shaken, where the testing of your faith will only make it stronger, to place you securely and permanently in a position of faith, a situation of blessing and a condition of peace. So it's just like Job. Job had established himself with Christ, and that's why God said, hey, you can do anything you want to him. You just can't kill him. And although, and it never said that Job didn't get weak. He didn't get tired. He didn't get weary. But we're going to go into a verse where it talks about that to what God tells you uh, when you get to that place. But also it says to be established means that it will be accepted and recognized and followed by people. So once you get established, this ministry finish this establishing process, we're going to be recognized where around. People are going to flock through you. So when you walk around with a KSL shirt on, it's going to mean something. You represent the ministry. You're looking for growth. You're looking for bringing people to you. People may come up to you, hey, I heard about your church. Well, yeah, I'm going through this and this. Are you in that firm foundation in the word of God where you can minister, where you can teach to them? Because everyone in here is in ministry in your own way. It doesn't mean you have to have a mic. You have to be behind a podium or a pulpit or anything like that. I'll be honest with you. It's tough being up here. So I'm gonna just be I'm gonna be honest with you. I commend Bishop every Sunday because what you what you don't understand is to when you have to minister, you have to prepare. It is a great responsibility because it's souls at stake, it's people's lives at stake. So you have to take that time to read, study, show yourself approved. So you have something to regurgitate when it's time to speak. And that's part of that establishing process. If you're not in the word, you can't get fully established because there's nothing there holding you grounded when that storm comes. But when you got that word in you, it'll weigh you down and keep your feet planted where that storm won't blow you to or fro. And one of the ways we get there is we got to trust in God. And we have to trust in God. I mean, we trust in some everything else, but we find it so difficult to trust in God. And so I got uh, 1 Peter verse five. I mean, chapter 5, verse 8 through 11. And it says, be sober, be vigilant, keep 
keeping careful watch for a possible danger difficulty because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, sinking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same affliction are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world, but the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory of Christ Jesus, after that he has suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So it tells you right there, though, even though the enemy may come to devour, to take away from, it says right there that um, he'll make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and he'll settle you. Uh, and if we go, excuse me. Uh, Isaiah 12:22. it says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust him and not be afraid. And we got to understand that. It say, trust him and not be afraid. You got to trust him and not be afraid. It didn't say, hey, I'm not going to be afraid because everything looks good, because everything looks great. It's easy to trust when things are going good, but when you're in a place of darkness and you're in a place where you can't see, you can't see your way out, you got to be able to trust him and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation. And and we serve a good guy, and it says right here in Psalms 55, 22, cast, cast thy burden unto the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. So it always tells you that when you have that heavy burden, when you're getting weighed down, you can trust in God and give it to him because he shall sustain you. He will keep you. Sustain means to keep you going. In the military, we have what's called a sustainment branch. The sustainment branch is what gives you food. It gives you water. It gives you ammo. It gives anything you need to keep you going. So God is your sustainer of whatever you need, whether it's that spiritual blessing, whether it's that food on your your table money uh helping your marriage relationship god will be that sustainer if you trust him uh and then it says um oh taste and see in psalms 34a oh taste and see the lord is good blessing the man that trusted in him so when you trust in god it, it he'll he'll keep you but you have to trust in him and it says that god will be a Light unto my footsteps. That right there tells you you're going to be in a place of darkness. You're going to go through tough situations, but all you got to do is keep moving. He's going to light that path for you. And if you've ever been in the path dark of darkness, wondering, trying to find your way, that little light will guide you to where you're going to be. And that's how we're going to get to being established in, in, in this ministry is by trusting in God and letting him guide us. Um, and then, so... In conclusion, what I put is, we need not at all. We need at all times to trust God with a wavering faith, so we can stand on a firm foundation. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not into thy understanding. In all thy ways, not acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path. So what that means is, don't trust in what you see. Don't trust in what you say. When you get to a point where you can't figure it out, trust in Him and lead to His understanding, His guidance. Go. I even caught myself. Um, I was going through a situation. First thing I did was call my wife, and I was about to call her, and I texted her, and she called me back, and I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to talk to God today. I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to give this situation to God. And once I gave it to him, I had peace. I had peace going over. And that's part of that 
firm foundation and that being established is you got to be able to trust God. So even when things are not going your way, even when things look like they're not going to go your way, even when it seems like everything around you is falling apart, you got to trust in God and say, Lord, I give you the glory. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lead and guide me. And sometimes you got to get out the way. Cause, and I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about me. Because we may want to do it, fix it our way, but your way may not necessarily be God's way. He might be telling you that, hey, take, take a step back. I got this. I'm going to take care of this. All right. And then we're going to close it out with, uh, I, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little lost here. Uh, Psalms 119 verses 103 to 105. He says, sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Though thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Even in tough times, continue to trust God and waver in faith so that we can establish faith so that we seek him and feel the glory as in. So it tells you right there in Psalms 119, he'll be a lamp unto your feet. So that means he will never lead you. He'll never guide. He'll never leave you there. And just as, and I, I, it's just amazing. Me and Minister Maurice did not talk about this at all. And his word ties directly into what I had here. Uh, and we talk about Job. If you look, Job went through all those different trials and tribulations. That was a lie. Um, but he trusts in God. He trusts God to be a lamp unto his feet, to guide his path, to leave him out there. And a reward for his uh, due diligence and trusting in God is he received everything he lost back. Everything. So that is all I have. So um, just remember as you continue to work, we work to... The, the vision of this year this year was completely defeated and established. That we know established is not the end, it's only beginning because that's the sustainment phase. And just because we got there, we have to keep going. We have to keep pressing. And I'll just get one more thing on that. Uh, I think about when I uh, track. Uh, if anybody ever ran track, ever did any kind of workout, there's always that one point where you're gonna have to make a decision. Either I'm gonna quit, I'm hurting, or I'm just gonna put, I'm gonna keep moving, I'm gonna keep moving, I'm gonna keep moving until I get to that finish line. Cause if you keep moving, you're gonna come apart where you're gonna hear, all right, we almost done. Or you're gonna come back on in track, we used to call, have what's called a backstretch. I hated the backstretch cause you were furthest away from everybody and all you can hear is your own breath and your own footsteps. And then, but, when you get around, you will come around, you'll come around the corner, and right there, you'll come up that last list straight away. And that's where you hear the cheers. That's where you hear the encouragement. But if you stop on that backstretch, you're never going to make it around to that blessing, to that encouragement. So we're going to continue. You have to trust your body that your body's going to make it. You have to trust your training that what you put your body through, what you got in you, it's enough to get you around that curve. And that's what we have to do as Christians, as trust what we've what we've been taught that there's enough in us that it's going to get us through that tough time and to God be right there with the blessing and open arms to receive us. So that is all I have. Uh, uh, we give it up, give it to Bishop.